Mr. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Well, welcome along to the podcast. I played very loud in my ears. Uh, Are you okay, hon? Yeah, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. You looked very startled. I'm, I'm very excited for this intro of the podcast because this is our first intro of the podcast that we are recording in six weeks that we can see each other. Yeah, we have... Um, so we have set up a studio Zoom account, which means because we have to record our podcast intros on Zoom, and for the past couple of weeks we haven't been able to see each other because I have to have your audio coming through the desk. But we have. I have. I'm currently logged into this chat on two Zooms, which is a little bit confusing because I'm still making sure of all the settings right. Look at you! You're hogging the chat. Jazz over here. Jazz over there. Me yeah. in the middle. It's a jazz sandwich. Yes, it is a jazz sandwich. You're right. We covered that in the last uh, in the la- one of the last podcast about the right way to say sandwich and who sandwich. What a week. This has been the longest fast week of my life. It's been fast and slow at the same time. Yeah. How is that possible? I don't know. It's been super duper fast for me. Absolutely whizzing along. So it is. I feel like now. So whenever we get a caller on the show. Um, we don't ask them what are you up to at the moment because look let's face it no one likes to be like nothing sitting on my couch listening to YouTube because mm. there's nothing going on so we started asking people what is your highlight of the day and Jazz I'm going to ask you what was your <clears throat> highlight of the day and or week this week ooh highlight of the day I actually not that I didn't have a great day but there was just nothing I was definitely feeling crappy during the day just because oh, it's def- for me it's definitely at right now and this week and at the moment the pandemic has hit me being like there's no bloody end in sight of this thing and it's just like hasn't really it hasn't really gotten me down a lot over the last 10 months just the last couple of days it really has so today I was just like literally sitting in my arse at home doing a few bits um, at home for, for work and stuff and then I find when I'm just sitting at my desk all day not doing a whole lot when I when I try to do things I'm just like uh, in a real like meh mood so I actually mm-hmm. think Coming into work today was definitely my highlight of the day, I reckon. So you're basically in a roundabout way saying I'm the highlight of your day. In a roundabout way, if you'd like to skew, if you'd like to spin it that way, then yeah, yeah, you can do that. Thank you, Jazz. That means so much. Can't say the feeling is mutual, though. Um, The highlight of my week, you you may hear in the podcast. I'm not entirely sure what we've put into this podcast, but I made a discovery in my house this week. Um, and I found a super secret stash of leftover Christmas bits. And by bits, I mean edible bits. Yeah. Tip of sweets and chocolate and biscuits. And I know I'm just going to have an absolute field day over the weekend, curling up on, watching a bit of Netflix and eating Christmas sweets. Ah, lovely. At time of recording. Who cares? It's Christmas every day. Yeah, I've eaten a lot of confectionery this week. Um, my girlfriend had gotten me just a few kind of sweets and bits last week after Valentine's Day, and I and I have just been like, beep, 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 my girlfriend, my girlfriend. During the week, you were giving out to me because <laughs> on the show, apparently, I kept name dropping my boyfriend. Yeah, and oh, that's you, you can you can bet for certain that that's going to be going to the podcast. Uh, you'll probably hear it in about in two about two girlfriend mentions on the show tonight, and one in the podcast. So you know you're not too far behind me. Well, I'd beg to differ. You'll hear in about twenty five minutes or so into the podcast that there was there was probably ten boyfriend mentions in in three minutes on the show on on Monday or Tuesday, and then on the whole show, I think there was well there was twenty seven seconds of it. So that's probably probably about. 
15 to 18, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, my boyfriend. In fairness, I was a bit much, but it all had context. Like the story we were telling and the thread we were doing revolved around my boyfriend. So like every time we spoke about it, it wasn't unusual for me to bring up my boyfriend. It's not like I sat here going, did I ever tell you what my boyfriend likes to do on the weekends? Did I ever tell you what my boyfriend's up to at the moment? Do you know what show my boyfriend's watching? Like it all had context. Do you know what I found the most interesting though? It's the fact that every time you said, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, you didn't just say, John. <laughs> yeah, true. See, I don't know. Just because if I say John, everyone's going to be like, who the hell is John? Like, Not when you've boyfriend. said my boyfriend a hundred million times in the last 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, I can't win. I can't or, win. Or you can say my boyfriend, John, at the start and then say, John, who I aforementioned is my boyfriend. <laughs> well, oh, excuse me. It's very late. I, I've, I've had a long day. Apologies for the yawning. Um, but no, like, I feel like, what, where was I going with that? Yeah, I'm lucky that he's still my boyfriend because we, what we were talking about during the week and the reason why I was talking about him was because I really annoyed him on Valentine's Day and I thought we were on a bit of a, a rocky road there mm. for quite a while. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm no, sorry. Don't, don't talk about other celebrity boys that you fancy in front of your boyfriend. May get a bit annoyed. On Valentine's Day and everything. On, on Valentine's Day of all days. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mentioned there... My girlfriend, my girlfriend, my girlfriend, because yeah, she'd gotten me lots of confectionery and sweets and stuff uh, from Valentine's Day and I've been chonking into it all week. And oh my God, there is this t- uh, kind of like, it's like toffee popcorn, but chocolate covered toffee popcorn that you can get in Marks and Spencer. And oh my God, I demolished the bag last night that I realised had eight servings in it. I demolished it last night myself and geez, it was so good. You know how good the Marks and Spencer cookies are? Yeah, did it taste like that? The chocolate that was around the toffee that was around the popcorn was the Marks and Spencer cookie chocolate. It was, oh God, it was absolutely, it was dangerously good. That's the one thing I kind of feel now because I'm, I'm working from home. I've, today marks six weeks since I was last in the office. Oh my I've God. Bedroom for six weeks and one thing that I really liked about working near our office and in our office was because near our office had a Marks and Spencer's. Yeah. And the odd day, you know, after payday, whatever you go in or maybe on a, a uh, particular rainy Tuesday you just nip in and get something nice from Marks and Spencer a little treat to have with your cup of tea and your desk yeah so you'd actually you'd go you'd, you'd go to Marks and Spencer's via the credit union take out a small personal loan and then you can you can go to Marks and Spencer and do your shopping there yeah basically I always wondered like you know when you're in Marks and Spencer's and you see people with a full trolley I'm like what do you do that you can afford to do your full shop here yeah like, Oh, it's in my house. It's a treat. I don't know about your house, but in my house, it's definitely a treat. Oh yeah, definitely. Or like it would, you'd pop into Marks before Christmas and get the nice Christmas bits in Marks, or else like, yeah, if you're if you if you just need something, you get the the Marks pastas or the Marks meal deals or something. But like, you come out, you buy three pastas, and you've you've an overdraft in your account of eight hundred and sixty euro. Oh, it's so worth it though. I love Marks and Spencer's. So, so worth it. I got I got sad when I saw the photos. Do you know when Brexit happened at the beginning of January? Yeah. And there were like shortages of certain foods coming over from the UK and people mm. were like, what am I going to do? I can't get me Percy pigs. <laughs> <laughs> at the, was, at, pandemonium. At the start of the year, we did, um, I became jazz asparagus and I got asparagus and we predicted your 2021 I remember I was coming into work and I had to get the asparagus and they didn't have any in uh, Little. The Duns was closed and I had to go to Marks and Spencer to get the asparagus. And there was just so little of it and it was so expensive. And I was like, is this like because of Brexit or because I'm just in Marks and Spencer trying to buy asparagus? 
this is just your life now trying to buy fancy asparagus and the worst part about that was we ended up throwing the asparagus around the studio so you couldn't even eat it afterwards you were basically robbed yeah yeah exactly yeah robbed 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 by marks and spencer yeah but not dissing them though i would be lost without them and i love going in and like you know when it's your birthday and you get the old colin the caterpillar oh yeah where what i want to know is where is mark and where is spencer right now like they're in lockdown jazz they're in lockdown yeah that's true um right okay well enjoy the podcast it's actually we had a lot of good stuff this week we had talked about interesting names the most ridiculous names that you've ever heard and also the weirdest compliments that you've ever gotten we got in some absolute crackers yeah it was one of my favorite weeks i think on the zoo crew really good crack and i I actually can't wait to get back into the studio now i'm feeling a bit like it's been six weeks now today and i'm like oh yeah. Can't wait to come back now. It's not the same, you know. But yeah. I'm, I'm happy. Look, we gotta, gotta do our bit. Gotta play our part. And when it's safe, I will be back wrecking your head in person. Yeah, can't wait. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll also hear Laura mention my boyfriend about a hundred times in the podcast. Okay, enjoy. Bye. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Right now, though, we are talking about, um, I suppose, your celebrity free pass. I was chatting to my boyfriend yesterday and again, quite ill-timed on Valentine's Day, but it just came up in casual conversation. We just were casually talking about Spider-Man and he started going, oh, yeah, yeah, that fella, yeah, your boyfriend, yeah, Tom Holland. Oh, you love him, don't you? And like just kind of joking. But then I was like, ah, come on, everyone has that celebrity crush, you know, that in in an alternate universe, if you were ever given the opportunity, you wouldn't be sad if you were married to them. You know what I mean? To be honest, I'm surprised (laughs) you're picking Tom Holland over Niall Horan because you never shut up about him. Well, look, Niall Horan is the number one. But in this case, we weren't talking about Niall. We were talking about Tom Holland as in Spider-Man. And he's he's like a he's like another kind of crush of mine, I suppose. Um, but yeah, no, I suppose like yeah, I, do, I thanks for outing me on the radio. I guess I don't <laughs> shut up about Niall Horan. Yeah, never, Thank you very much. <laughs> never ever. So, who is your celeb free pass? Um, either the your your pinup person or the person who your other half would be like, hey, look, do you know what? That's fine. That's your person. That's grand. Uh, Sean says, ah, give <laughs> over, lads. I always said from the get go with any girlfriends I had that it's okay to look the menu as long as you're home for dinner <laughs> oh no and let's be no, honest no, no. and let's be honest if my girlfriend got off with David Beckham or Johnny Depp I'd be the first person waiting to give her a high five <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's the kind of support you want in a relationship look I, I should probably stress my boyfriend wasn't actually jealous he was just a bit like why are you bringing this up on Valentine's Day come on it's, but no we all have them innocent crushes it's okay to look at the menu as long as you're home for dinner <laughs> <laughs> uh, Melissa, oh, welcome no. to the show. Who is on your menu? Who are you looking at? Jamie Dornan. What is an absolute date? <laughs> oh yeah, I I think a lot of women like Jamie Dornan. Jamie Dornan. At what, what moment? What? At what moment did you start fancying him? Was it because of Fifty Shades of Grey? Was that the one yeah. that did it for you? Yeah, it was Fifty Shades of Grey, and now, then. Everything watched, everything else. Then. But 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 was it like was it the the look and the charisma from him, or was it the stuff that was going on in Fifty Shades of Grey? Do you get me? I come, I know. Come on, he's gorgeous. But I know, I know, he's a he's a handsome man. But what, what was that? And his accent. Oh my god, his accent. Oh please. Him and it, him and just a, a red bow. There you go. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, 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 wow. oh, I don't think his wife would agree with that. 
Oh, well. Her, her, her nickname's Millie and so is mine, so. Oh, there you go. There's your in with them, so. If you ever meet him, you're like, hey, me and your wife kind of have the same I'm nickname. A serious, I'm a serious, serious, serious fanatic. Serious fanatic. Okay, well, so. well I hope for your sake you, you get you get a chance to cross paths at some stage. I'll probably have a massive heart attack and die and never, ever, ever. <laughs> <laughs> the Zoocast. With Jazz and Laura. I think I possess a superpower and I think I might just be psychic. I think you are possessed. What's going on with this? <laughs> <laughs> so, yesterday, we all know it was Valentine's Day, the day of, mm. day of love, and people, conf- people confess their love for their other halves all across the world, and that's grand. Now, yesterday or evening... Or in my case, just talk about all the celebrities that you fancy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause a rift in your relationship by telling your other half who, you, who the other people you fancy are. <laughs> Yeah, oopsies. <laughs> uh, but yesterday evening, um, it was actually, it was a bloody lovely evening yesterday evening and myself and my mom took uh, the dog for a walk. There's a, a lovely kind of like hill walk um, very near our house where we, we bring Zinc pretty much every day. Um, you know, we can let him off the lead, he can run around and it's a, it's a lovely little kind of walk. Takes about 40 minutes, up and down, some hills, some kind of dirt paths, a lovely little spot. And as we got to the peak of this hill walk that we do every day yesterday, there wasn't that many people out because it was probably about, I don't know, five o'clock. And as we got to the top, there was a man and there was a woman at the top. And you know, like this place, like there's a lot of grass and muck and when it has been raining, it can get kind of dirty. Like I would never wear good clothes to to this hill because, you know, it's it's not where you wear your Sunday best to. Okay, uh, and I noticed a man's woman at the top of the peak, and they were just kind of chilling, like they were just kind of standing there. He was on his phone; she was just like standing, right? And I was like, "That's a bit strange." And they were dressed quite well. I was like, "Now they weren't in suits or dresses, but they were—they probably were in their Sunday best." Like he had nice jeans mm. on, a bit of a kind of sports jacket. She was kind of done up, looking nice. And, and I just thought to myself, "They look out of place here. What are they doing here?" And I said to myself, oh. "I said to myself, I." I think he is going on oh, my Apple Watch ruining a brilliant moment. I said to myself, I think he might be proposing. <gasps> and and Ooh. now and now they weren't even looking at each other at this stage, right? He was on the phone. I was like, geez, if they are, they'd want to get a bit closer and a bit of romance would have to be going on here. <laughs> anyway, we continued our walk and walked past them and I and I, that was it. The thought left my head. And then as we were on the descent back to the car park four people were walking up the kind of back way to the top of the hill and what they were carrying was the most gigantic bunch of roses I've ever seen two massive massive bags of red balloons a bottle of champagne and I was like oh my god he's gonna propose oh my god Jazz you're psychic I'm bloody psychic and now (laughs) both myself and my mom were like do you reckon? Do you think? And I was like, oh, well, of course. Like, those four people, yeah. are, they're not just bringing their balloons and moe for a bloody walk on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, you don't you know? bring balloons to a breakup, you know? No, exactly. So my mom was like, will we go back? Will we go back? And I was like, come on, we cannot go back and just be like the audience for the, that couple proposing. But like, on the rest of our walk back, we were looking to see if the balloons were led up into the air. Now, we didn't see any balloons go into the air. So I actually don't know if their story ended as if how oh. I'm imagining I don't know if they I'm, I'm assuming he definitely did propose 
I don't know She said yes Maybe she said no And oh. it was a Valentine's Day To forget But I was right It came into my head That I thought This, Jazz, thought this guy sleeping. Was going to propose And then The moe And the balloons And the roses Just nice to see I've never seen A proposal isn't before a, Isn't that such a risk That you take though I remember I find like Public proposals I find really like Awkward And look I know They're not for everybody And I don't know If they be for me Me and my boyfriend We were in New York In 2019 And we were walking Through Central Park And it was kind of snowing It was really cold And we witnessed an engage, Like a, a proposal And like And then also like I feel like you're intruding Almost in this perfect moment yeah. In someone's life That you've never met And then there was just this like Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, thankfully, strangers, and it's so awkward. Thankfully, we we weren't there when he actually did the deed, and we didn't know if he was actually going to get down with me. Like we were gone at that stage, but uh, but it was just it was kind of it kind of made me all fuzzy inside. Aww. But I just said to myself, we need to get out of here because if Zinc sees that man on his knee, he is going to go over there and start humping, and it's not going to be at the proposal that he had planned. So we Imagine got out of there. Knocked the ring away. Suitcast <laughs> with Jazz and Laura. Right now it is time for Lyric Outline, the part of the show on a Monday where one of us is in the hot seat and has to perform lyrics to a well-known song that we play here on Spin to a brand new backing track and the other person has to guess what they're on about. Uh, Today, Jazz, you are performing and Mm. I am in the guessing seat. Yeah. Uh, Idea of this is even if it's your favourite song and you sing along with it every day, if it's too little, if it's too a different background of music, it's tricky and you're put through your paces and if you think you can get it before Laura can guess what's up 087-711-1038 honestly I think I have it tonight I think I have this in the bag easy money okay I'm excited you're talking the talk but can you walk the walk let's here go here we go tell me yes <laughs> or no asking the heavens should I stay should I go you held my hand when I had nothing left to hold and now I'm on a roll oh oh a woa my mind's got a mind of its own right now and it makes me hate me I'll explode like a dynamite if I can't decide (laughs) baby my head and my heart are torturing me yeah, because my mind and your arms I go to extremes, yeah when angels tell me run and monsters call it love oh, my head and my heart are caught in between yeah scene oh, wow hey, that was beautiful that was probably the most dramatic we've had here yeah. on Lyric Out of Line Initially, my mind went to a Justin Bieber song and then I was like, no, I'm a believer and I know the lyrics to Justin Bieber songs. I wouldn't know that one. Then I was thinking, is it like Joel Curry um, and the m k song? And I was like, nah, it's I not. Have you. It's not. I have you. I definitely have you. And then I was thinking of that song that we keep singing and I don't know who sings it, but it's I feel it in my head, my shoulders, knees and toes. That one. So my final answer is head, shoulders, knees and toes. Not the nursery rhyme. You think... The one that we play. You think it's Offenbach, head, shoulders, knees and toes? That's that's your choice? Yeah. Final answer. Ava Max, my head, my heart. Tell me yes or no. Asking 
It was almost like Ava Max, <laughs> My Head, My Heart, the Pirates of the Caribbean remix. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Fill me in. Fill me in. Yes, tonight's fill me in. We are deciding what belongs on pancakes. Controversial, but blank does belong on pancakes. For me, it's banana. I'm into it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Amelia says controversial but ice cream belongs on pancakes yeah I would see that I think I like the contrast of hot versus cold I think when Zoe and the, when the ice cream melts it's like ooh chef's kiss mm, yeah but like lovely. how like thinking logistically how is that actually happening you're like how are you eating a ice cream in a pancake if you pick it up it's going to shoot out either end if you try to eat it with a fork knife and fork that's not going to happen Ah, uh, knife and fork, you can, because you can kind of like dip the pancake around the ice cream and it kind of soaks it up. You can, easily. But what a spoon. Ah, uh, spoons. I suppose you could do spoons at a stretch. Yeah. Nothing um, wrong with that. Connor is on WhatsApp, and you were saying a few minutes ago, we were talking about someone wants pineapple on their pancake, and you were saying about how pineapple hurts your tongue. Well, listen to this. So, the reason pineapple hurts your mouth when you're eating it is because the acids in pineapple are actually eating you when you're eating it and they only get dissolved by the acids in your stomach so there you go so pineapple is eating me while I eat pineapple yeah (laughs) essentially well I'm I'm never going to eat pineapple again that's so scary Uh, Connor has also (laughs) said eggs on on uh, pancakes Oh, that's very much like a brunch pancake, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's like oh. American style. I don't know. Sean's also on WhatsApp. Connor, I don't know. It's controversial now, but some um, cottage cheese, banana, and some honey is what I like to do. Sean! Oh, I just think cottage cheese just ruins every moment. Cottage <laughs> cheese is absolutely oh, no. disgusting. Cottage cheese, serial killer vibes. I'm sorry to say it. I don't like it. I don't like cottage cheese. No, it's a weird vibe. Weird vibe. Victor, welcome to the show. Talk to us about your controversial pancake topping. Good evening, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm more of a savory kind of guy, and uh, I do believe that mm. uh, bolognese, bolognese sauce or even the white ragu without tomato sauce belongs in a, on a pancake. I would do, you know, like you put, put it on a pancake, you roll it, and you can, you have like a kind of like a savory roll. Savory pancake rolls. You are out here making bolognese pancakes. Yeah, something like that. I love weird stuff. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I don't think I could ever do a bolognese pancake. I think I'm just such a savory kind of pancake, or sweet pancake person. I don't think I'd ever delve into savory pancake mode. Well, I mean, everybody has their own choice, and you know. I I would even put some mushroom, you know, and then like, (laughs) I just said, I just... As you said before, you make a brunch. Like, it goes well in the afternoon. Yeah, but, you, you know, when you're making brunch, you're mixing breakfast and lunch. You, you're mixing breakfast with dinner. You're making brinner. Like, like <laughs> bolognese. Do you know, I'm all for putting leftover bolognese in, like, a tortilla wrap if you have some leftover. But this is, like, a step further. Pancakes and mushrooms and bolognese and tomato sauce and mints. I don't know. Well, I mean, some people have weird, uh, weird taste. So I guess I hope I'm not <laughs> the only one. It kind of sounds like it kind of sounds like you're making a pancake lasagna. You've got like the different layers of sauce and mushrooms and veg. And it's going to keep stacking them. Do you ever put cheese on them as well? I think maybe if you put cheese oh, on it, it might be alright. 
No, no, I wouldn't put cheese. No, <laughs> okay. no I'm not. I'm not you know making. A I might. I might give it a go tomorrow, Victor. I have a few jars of sauce in my in my press. I may give it a go. The Victor special. <laughs> Why not? Go, go ahead. <laughs> Cheers, okay. Victor. Take it easy. Enjoy your pancake yeah. Tuesday. Okay. Bye. Have a good day. Suitcast with Jazz and Laura. Laura, question for you. Yes. I love questions. Did you Did you enjoy the show last night? Did I enjoy the show last night? Yeah, I really enjoyed the show last night. Why? Yeah, no, no, just making sure. Just wanted, just wanted to make sure you, you had fun. Uh, another question. Uh, are, are you in a relationship? Um, yes, I am in a relationship. Yes, you are. Can you, can you confirm that? I can confirm I'm in a relationship. Yes, you're in a relationship with? Uh, my boyfriend, John. <laughs> uh, you're, you're who? My boyfriend, John. <laughs> you're, you're bo- what did I? My boyfriend. Oh, John. sorry, I didn't get that because I actually I copped something in my mind last night as we were doing the show. I was like, "Oh my god, Laura hasn't shut up about her boyfriend for the whole three hours." And I thought it was just in my head, right? So after the show last night, I'm not joking. I I stayed back for an hour after the show. I listened back to the full three hours, and I pinpointed. And I, I plucked out every time you, Laura Bracken, said, my boyfriend. <laughs> Would you like to hear it? Oh, I'd love to hear this. Oh, I'm, I'm so ready. This is last night on the show. <laughs> my boyfriend wasn't too happy with me. Chan to my boyfriend yesterday. And my boyfriend knows my boyfriend is on to me. My boyfriend was like, oh, I'm sure my boyfriend hasn't. This Before is what annoyed my boyfriend. This is what annoyed my boyfriend. He was like... <laughs> I only counted like 10 times across three hours. That's not too bad, is it? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. What I just played you, yeah. that was from one one segment of us on air. We call it a link oh in radio God. terms. That was in one oh. link in, in like over three oh minutes. God. Do you want to hear the whole show? I listened to the whole I show. Mean, why not? Every time you said my boyfriend last night, just in case, you know, after Valentine's Day, you wanted to, to point out to the masses that you in <laughs> fact are in a relationship and you do have a boyfriend. This is the whole show last night. My boyfriend wasn't too happy with me. Chan to my boyfriend yesterday and my boyfriend knows my boyfriend is on to me. My boyfriend was like, oh, I'm sure my boyfriend has this is, what annoyed my boyfriend. this is what annoyed my boyfriend He was like well, I was chatting to my boyfriend yesterday That fella yeah your boyfriend yeah My boyfriend wasn't actually <laughs> jealous Me and my boyfriend we were in New York My boyfriend and I we had another virtual date night <laughs> My boyfriend and I we got hooked I think a lot of boyfriends are When I tell you that my boyfriend <laughs> My boyfriend <laughs> That was How many oh. times you said my boyfriend oh. In the whole show last oh. night I am disgusting. <laughs> Do you know what it is, though, as well? In fairness, in my defense, you know, it was probably like a subconscious thing because we did talk about for the first half an hour of the show. My poor boyfriend. Oh, oh there, there you go. go there you go. Um, no, but I did talk about how much I basically kind of bullied him into telling me who a celebrity crush was because I kept banging on about talking about Niall Horan and Tom Holland on Valentine's Day. Ah, so is this I your would, way? And how much I would run away with them. So I think I spent the rest of the show kind of groveling and, you know, begging him up on the radio. <laughs> Did you agree beforehand? You're like, oh, look, you know, I'm really sorry about talking to other boys, talking about other boys on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Look, listening to the show on one day, I'll mention you at least 27 times. Then maybe we'll be good? Is that what your, is that what your thing was? Oh, God love him, though. I spent the whole of Valentine's Day talking about Niall Horan and Tom Holland and how I would run away with them tomorrow. No problem. My boyfriend... 
Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. But right now we are talking about the weirdest compliments that you have ever received. Jazz was in the hospital before Christmas getting a CT scan done and uh, a nurse told him, look at you, you're as brown as a berry. <laughs> it was just the funniest setting ever, sitting on a bed waiting for the CT scan to, to whiz up and down your body and she was putting the wires in and doing all that sort of crack, lifted up my top and goes, look at you, you're as brown as a berry. Well, she obviously made quite an impression because you're still talking about it three or four oh, months later. <laughs> I just thought it was the most random but funny thing to happen to me and like just so like... A thing you wouldn't expect to happen at a hospital, but hey, it made my day. So we're asking you, what is the weirdest compliment that you've ever gotten? 087-711-1038. Jade is on WhatsApp. Hi, guys. So the weirdest compliment I've ever gotten, I was in the smoking area in Kyo's on St. Anne Street. And it was like Christmas time, 2019. And there was these lads drinking around us. like, And one of them was like, looked at me and said, ah, oh, you're good looking. You, it's weird the way you can just pick out a good looking face among others. Yeah. And like literally oh. everyone around me was just like, cheers, thanks Amel. <laughs> oh no. Oh my God. He may as well have walked up and gone, I think you're the best of the bad bunch. Like that yeah. is an awful thing to say. Oh God, I'd say he wasn't even thinking what he was saying. Like there's, there are definitely ways. People can be stupid. There are definitely ways to tell someone they are attractive without without offending insulting all of their ten, friends 10 other people standing there like <laughs> yeah like what the Spice Girls taught you nothing if you want to be my lover you got to get with my friends <laughs> friends don't like it you don't stand a chance <laughs> Stephen welcome to the show tell us the weirdest compliment that you've ever gotten so last August I was in hospital to get my appendix out and uh, just spoke to go to sleep on the table the surgical table and your one turned around and to me Jesus here is a jack donkey <laughs> <laughs> what what is the story with people who work in hospitals making comments on how you look just as you're about to have a serious procedure being done? I don't know. All I remember anyway is waking up the following day. <laughs> and what was your response when she told you? For the next day. <laughs> I couldn't say much because I, I was knocked out then. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, just just as you're about to fall out of consciousness and off the stage, you're like, Jeez, you're as hairy as a jack donkey, of all things. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We are talking about the weirdest compliments that you have ever gotten. It was just before Christmas, I was in hospital, getting a few bits done, and the nurse goes, look at you, you're as brown as a berry, while putting wires <laughs> into my belly. So random, but, you know, made me smile. And it has not left your mind ever since. You honestly mentioned that so many times. I love that. Uh, one that's coming into my mind is I remember being on a night out years ago. I think I was still in college at the time. And uh, I remember a guy came up to me and was like, oh, like, you're really cute. You're really petite. Yeah, oh, you're just so cute. I'm 5'2". And he's like, yeah, like, you just, you just, you're just so adorable. Like, you're the same size as my nan. I just want to put you in my pocket. <laughs> and I remember going like, I was so confused. I was like, are you just trying to pay me a compliment? Or are you trying to chat me up? Because if you're trying to tell me that I remind you of your nan. <laughs> no. Like, just, just no. Isn't yeah, that so like, weird? You remind me of your nan. Especially if, like, you're trying to chat someone up. As in, like... Yeah. As in, like, pursue a relationship or or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you remind me of my nan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like yeah. I'd like to think that you wouldn't kiss your nan the same way that you kiss your potential girlfriend, you know? Like, oh, yeah, actually. Oh, yeah, you remind me of my nan. Oh, yeah. Let's go. You want to come back with mine? <laughs> 
safe to say I did not uh, even try and get his name or anything. I swiftly moved away. But uh, yeah, we just got a WhatsApp in here that says, Hi Spin, the weirdest compliment I've ever received was that I look like Sinead O'Connor after a haircut. I don't get that one. I don't like that. Is it like, is, that's, that's, that's is, that, is that Sinead O'Connor after a haircut or you after a haircut looking like Sinead O'Connor? There's a lot of variables there. Um, yeah, we need more specifics. Delia's on WhatsApp. My personal favourite one. This one goes out to all the curvy girls. You have a beautiful face, don't you? I'm not even messing. I get it all the time. Just tell me I'm good looking or say nothing. Don't say, you have a beautiful face. And that's basically saying, if only you were thin. Ah, the curvy girls will know exactly what I'm on about. Why, Why is it so difficult to give a compliment without without taking away from something else like you have step yeah. one done oh you're beautiful just leave it at that that's perfect that's perfectly yeah, fine absolutely nothing uh, nice to say don't say it at all Claire welcome to the show tell us the weirdest compliment you've ever gotten well this was off my husband <laughs> and we were away in Spain I had the two kids with me I'm walking along and he said your skin is lovely and I thought well that's very nice thanks very much and then he said have you ever sat in a Bentley car? I said, no. He said, the seats, the leather in a Bentley car comes from cows that live on the highest mountains so that mosquitoes and other stuff can't bite them. So they're unmarked. I said, well, all right, you know, whatever. And he was like, that's what your skin is like. <laughs> so I don't know if he meant that my skin was the same as a Bentley car seat or as the cow. <laughs> But me oh and my two my kids God. all looked at him and we were like, you just ruined it. <laughs> what? And he still thinks it was a deadly compliment. It's the most roundabout compliment I've ever heard. Oh, well, Bentley Carr, yeah. sir, leather is made from cows who live on very, very tall mountains and your skin looks like a mosquito hasn't, tu- hasn't touched it. What's going on? <laughs> well, as it turns out, he's never sat in a Bentley Carr either. <laughs> So I don't know. So he's obviously just heard this and said, "You know what? Your skin is so smooth. It's like it's like a lovely cow." It's what you know? I imagine a Bentley like would what? feel like under my arse. I, yeah, I was like, and I told my brother, and my brother was like, "That's a really nice thing to say." I was like, "No, it's not. It's not a nice thing to say." And all the fellas thought that that was a nice thing, and all of us ladies were like, eh, "No." No. no. You need to walk no. on that. Oh, maybe perhaps it's a nice thing to say to a Bentley. Maybe not your wife. Yeah, what about the cow? <laughs> oh, God. The Zoocast. With Jazz and Laura. We have Facebook. We have Instagram. We have Twitter. TikTok. The, the latest big thing. I really think there Only is... Fans. There, <laughs> speak for yourself. I really think there is one that we have uh, overlooked seriously and I guarantee everyone who has a Facebook or Instagram or Twitter account has this other thing that we've totally been overlooking in the past and I, my question is why why are we not giving this the time of day you're correct I am indeed talking about the WhatsApp status what the hell I, I, would, I wouldn't even know how to change mine sorry but why have why has, have we totally overlooked the tab of status on your WhatsApp and I I saw it today well I see it every day and I never give it the time of day but just today I was like I I don't know maybe it was a new level of like lockdown boredom but I was like what is that and what's it about so I started like looking at it and you can essentially upload a story like you can do on Instagram or whatever up to your WhatsApp and it's called your status 
and like you can you can go into it and you can create text like you can do on your Instagram and, and everything and then it's just there for your for, for your contacts to see so I was like do you know what I'm going to update my WhatsApp status and I did it before the show and I wrote a little uh, a little a few words on a blue background I said feeling good on a Wednesday and I uploaded that and where it went I don't know how do I see this how come I don't have one okay I'm on my WhatsApp now I think how do if, I so I'm if, going into account if you're, if you're on an oh, iPhone yeah. when you're just on like in your chat section the bottom left you'll see status it's a little circle symbol and you can update it there but once, oh, yeah. once, I, once I uploaded it oh I see yours feeling good on a Wednesday yeah, and, it's cool. and I can view it I viewed it oh I can reply okay I'm going to reply yeah and, uh, cool okay nice reply there. Yeah, got it there and <laughs> so after I uploaded this earlier on someone texted me and they said um, they were like oh good to hear it bro and I was like oh my god what the hell and they had replied to my WhatsApp status and then someone else did as well they were like like with some sunglasses emojis and then I was like oh my god have I just sent this picture to all of my contacts now I've realised <laughs> I, ha- I haven't because when I go in to view my WhatsApp status you're not getting the views you get on Instagram I'll tell you that much Nine views. About five on, people. Nine views oh. on my on my WhatsApp status, and do you know, like some of the most random people that I haven't talked to in years, who I I still have the contact, but I just haven't spoken to in years, have been watching oh. my have been watching my uh, in my WhatsApp oh. status. This is so interesting. Like, I wonder now if I put up a status and like someone who I didn't even know had my number is lurking at my status yeah. and you're able to see same way you can watch Instagram um, stories like <gasps> oh this is juicy jazz I also noticed well there's also if I slide left on your uh, name I can mute you which is also amazing uh, to be I honest using that from time to time yeah surprised you haven't done that on re- already but, to be, but like <laughs> I implore you let's start using the WhatsApp status let's be trendsetters here like why why haven't we used like people got on board when Twitter brought in the stories let's start using the WhatsApp status Twitter have stories yeah fleets we were even talking about it today it got released <laughs> where looks, are we it looks no, like you, it looks like you accidentally uh, muted yourself and not me you yeah right? I think I did okay. muted my memories no I don't remember that obviously it wasn't worth my time Suecast <laughs> with Jazz and Laura we are talking all about primary school memories. We're getting hit in the nostalgia fields tonight. And I totally forget, one of the best ever from primary school, if you were selected to do The Doors. So, like, in the yard, after oh. after everyone came in and the bell was rung and everyone started your day at whatever, 10 to 9, there was always two students who were, like, usually in, like, 5th or 6th class who were selected to do The Doors. And basically, you just stood at the doors into the yard waiting for all the, the latecomers and the stragglers to get in and then you close them at like I don't know 10 past 9 so anyone who came late after that had to go into in through the main door at the principal's office and be caught rapid essentially so you just stood there oh. 20 minutes being eaten into your day and like you just stood there having the crack with your buddy and then you closed the doors and went back to class it was like the best responsibility give, being given to you ever yeah, that's an unusual one. Uh, Sork has been in touch on WhatsApp. She says, Hi guys, my favourite memory from primary was that on a Friday, instead of the corned beef sandwiches we normally got, <laughs> we got chocolate muffins and the very odd time, instead of milk, they gave us strawberry milk. Jazz, I was only saying this to you off air last night. 
in my primary school, we used to get like sandwiches. They were like cheese or corned beef every single day. Um, and we'd get like little cartons of milk as well. But on a Friday, they used to give us chocolate muffins. And you were like, okay, well, your school was clearly more fancy than mine. Yeah. You got chocolate muffins every Friday and all you got was pancakes once a year. Yeah, well, we didn't get it like that given to us, be it on Fridays or any days. To be honest, I'd nearly rather the corned beef. I love a good corned beef sambo. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the chocolate on a Friday, that was, that was good going until until the government were like, hang on now, that's a bit unhealthy. Let's stop that and just give you cheese all the time. Uh, Cody says, hi guys, and I was in primary school, we used to have a roll book that was passed around from classroom to classroom to take the roll each day. When it came into our class, there was nearly a fight between students to see who would be the one to bring it to the next classroom. Also, we used to have a bell that, that had to be rung by hand, yeah. So, uh, six mm. class students used to get the job to go around the school and ring the bell to signal when the school starts and when school ended along with lunch times and also for the Angelus. Again, if you're given the responsibility <laughs> yeah. of ringing the bell, you were like, my time my time has come and you'd grip the bell yeah. with two hands and you'd swing it from over your head to under your legs and you'd give it a good old wallop whereas like when the principal oh, did give it, well, he- he'd just be like flicking the wrist and that was it easy done <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chelsea welcome to the show talk to us about your favourite memory from primary school my favourite memory from primary school was the little blue cartons of milk we used to get remember there was a picture on the back of each one we used to always kill each other for the one with the go-kart on the back <laughs> yes there was absolute killings and I remember so like there was one with the little racing car the go-kart and then there was another yeah. one and it was a joke and it was a joke it was, it, was a, it was a cow playing a saxophone and he was like I love smooth jazz do you remember that one? <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. nothing to do with Funny. nothing to do with jazz Keen, my lovely co-host no, that was definitely his favourite <laughs> I'm so jealous we never had cartons of milk or sexy uh, saxophone playing cows or none of that what? I feel like I was missing out. My yeah. childhood was deprived of, of saxophone playing cows and and a corned beef sandwiches. Yeah, no, I didn't have pancakes now, but I had the sandwiches and the muffin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm glad to know that they killed each other in your school too because I remember I, I never knew what the obsession was with the go-kart, but everyone just wanted it. Yeah, the drama. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Your favourite memories uh, from primary school and Gareth has been in touch on WhatsApp as a final one. Me rolling the tape player and the big massive TV um, we could have been watching a live old DVDs we don't know what we were watching our films even at the time it wasn't even DVDs but we used to go ballistic we used to go mental how did we get through a whole half hour of talking about primary school and we didn't mention a live O oh, this, these tunes were constantly played in our primary school all the time Like a live out had some bloody bangers and best of all, definitely Circle of Friends. Hang on, let's sk- let's skip to the drop. Yes! Yeah. Sing it. <laughs> We're actually gonna have to have some conversations with Gav who's in charge of the music here, and we need to get Circle yeah. of Friends, Alive 04, added to 10 spin hits oh, in a row. Alive 04, Alive 04 and Alive 06, I think, were the really good ones. Absolute they bangers. They the ones that I remember. Uh, I, yeah. I saw someone on TikTok recently rating all the Alive 04 bangers from, from like <laughs> 1 to 10. And honestly, every single one of those tunes is there to be at number 1. 
Yeah, we just used to sing them, I think. I think I remember having to like learn off the tape for our um, communion. We used to have to just learn all the songs and sing all the songs at our communion. Maybe tomorrow we'll we'll dedicate an hour to what's your favourite Alive-O banger? Because, Jesus, there was count, countless tunes. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. It's New Word Wednesday! It is time for New Word Wednesday. Expand your vocab and have the crack. Now, poor Jazz, I'm on Zoom to him right here because I'm working from home. I am shimmy, shimmy, shimmying. I love this time of the show. I love it so much. Uh, the whole shack shimmies. <laughs> to be honest, this whole segment, I mean, you could you could take it or leave it, but just listening to that music, it just puts you in a oh. good mood. What do you mean you could take it or leave it? <laughs> ah, no, I'm it's the best part of the show. Uh, <laughs> it started as a bit of a laugh, but it's since developed into a staple, into a Wednesday staple of the show. Uh, the way oh, it works... I'm obsessed. The way it works is I delve into my Word of the Day app that I have on my phone. It gives me a push notification with a new word to learn and add to your vocab. And these words are great because they're not big, intimidating, uh, long yokes. They're, they're just nice, intelligent words, often often very smart replacements for common words or phrases that you'd use every day. So instead of saying, you know, five or six words to get your point across, you can slot in one of the words you've learned on New Word Wednesday and seem like a bloody genius to all your mates. Oh, yeah. Right, Jazz, what have you got for me? Oh, okay. I've been sweating for this all day. Okay, first, I'm going to give the word to Laura. She gets a guess, then a clue, then we'll reveal. Today's New Word Wednesday is hypobulia. <laughs> hypobulia. Hypobulia, or as the man says... Hypobulia. 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 Okay, hypo usually means... Actually, I don't really know what it means. I need to have a thing. Hypo... Hypobulia. Oh, you, is it kind of like accelerated? Some kind of like... Is it accelerated? Is it big? Is it kind of like... Hypobulia. Is it like almost like an atmosphere you create? Like there's madness in the air. You know, there was hyperbulia on the day when One Direction played Croke Park. Hyperbulia. Hypobulia. Don't be... It's not hyperbulia. It's hypobulia. Oh, Hypobulia. Don't be getting your boolias. It was hypobulia. Sorry, my boolias are all over the place. Yeah. Um, I have no idea. Okay. I really am stumped with this one. So your clue is it's a noun, and I reckon, I reckon I uh, I have hypobulia. I have hypobulia a um, lot. I have, I have a lot of hypobulia going on. Is it an overwhelming sense of? I don't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. So, um, another clue is... I think you have a bit of hypobulia in you too. <laughs> oh, do I? I think so. On the weekends or during the week as well? Uh, maybe in work during the week, but when you're when you're trying to figure out what takeaway you're going to get in the weekend, you definitely have a lot of hypobulia going on. Oh, is it kind of like indecisiveness? Yes. Like the, the inability to make a make a decision. Is that right? Hypobulia is a noun. Lowered ability to make decisions or act or impaired willpower. And the example, we all remember having hypobulia in front of the ice cream truck when you can't decide whether to take a vanilla or a chocolate ice cream. You have a bit of hypobulia. So I kind of wasn't wrong about my hypobulia when One Direction came to Croke Park. What are you indecisive about there? Which one you want to feast on? <laughs> Which one is my favourite? I'm joking. Obviously, Niall, for God's sake. Um, yeah, you know, maybe a hype. So, hypobulia. Hypobulia. So, hypobulia. 
Hypobulia, do I want chipper or a spice bag for the weekend? Yeah, you're you're having a bit of hypobulia there. Next time you go into an interview and you're like, oh, what, what's one of your weak, weaknesses? And you want to say, oh, I'm a little bit indecisive. You smack down a hypobulia. How are you? I'm a little bit hypo... <laughs> I'm a, I have a bit of hypobulia going on, but you know, I always want the best for this company. Now hire me, please. Night on the show, we were talking about primary school memories, and we went right down memory lane, got us right in the nostalgia feels. And just kind of as we were wrapping it up, we said, Oh my god, uh, someone had texted in being like, Remember all the Alive O tunes and learning and yes. singing Alive O in primary school, and how much grey crack that was, and what bangers they had. Oh, they were so much fun. I remember like the best, like especially when you were in like your communion or your confirmation year and like you'd just be colouring in artwork to hang in the church and blaring those songs in the classroom. It was just like the easiest day ever yeah. in primary school. And like still to this day, like, you know, you hear pop songs, you hear all that on the radio and you remember the lyrics. But like all my friends and I, we can remember the lyrics to all the Alive O songs as well. Like they were ingrained in our brains growing up. And after we finished the show last night... I got a little bit carried away. I went on my Instagram story. I stayed in here in the studio after the show and I went on my Instagram story and I started playing the Alive O tunes really loud and getting people to... (laughs) We we went through them and people suggested the the best of all time and we went through about 10 of them and people were rating them as we went. I, I ended up staying here till after midnight last night just because I got oh a little bit God. out of hand on my Instagram story uh, they're all still up there by the way if you'd like to have a look at Jazz Keen DJ but when I woke up this morning people had messaged me being like oh my <laughs> God this was the, the best thing ever people were getting taken right back down memory lane to school people remembering all the yeah. lyrics and I'm so happy that it made so many people happy just listening to Alive O tunes because even listening to them now when you're out of school and an adult or whatever I don't know they just hit differently yeah they bring you back to that time when you're just innocently colouring in a classroom singing along to Circle of Friends or something like that like yeah. just tunes tunes everywhere so I I want no I want to play I want to play a live O on the show No you can't, you can't just why? play a full live O song on the radio But why? Why not? I had so many people say to me on Instagram Oh my god thank you for this This was great uh, all, my, all my friends group chat are loving this Why can't we play one And I tell you the one <laughs> I, want to ta- I want to play Is Circle of Friends Because as people were raiding them Circle of Friends got the, got the like 10 out of 10 across the board <laughs> And If you listen to the lyrics It's actually really really nice And at a time when people <laughs> okay. are alone And people are feeling down If you listen to Circle of Friends I am going to guarantee it's going to put you in a good mood. The song is only two minutes and ten seconds. Most of the songs right. you play are longer than that. <laughs> so I want to play Circle of Friends on, on the show right now. And as a, as a risk factor in it, I'm going to say, if at any stage you want us to stop... You can just call. <laughs> you can just call 087-711-1038 and I'll stop. But can we do okay. it? Go on, do it. Yes! Right in the fields. Go yes. on, go on. This has <laughs> been, it's the Zoo Crew with Jazz and Laura and this is a live-o circle of friends. <laughs>
It's so good. Seven Eleven One O Three Eight, telling us to shut up. I told you to be a good idea. It just puts you in a happy mood. Oh, I'm feeling so nostalgic, Jazz. Great success. Great success. And tomorrow, the twelve tribes of Israel. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Right now, we are talking about ridiculous names or names that you cannot believe are actually real. We saw on the news today that there is a guy whose name is Griffin. Door. First name Griffin, second name Door, D-O-H-O-R. And he was born before Harry Potter was even a thing. So he now has to face this whole Harry Potter thing for the rest of his life. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Where's your little buddy Ravenclaw? So we want to know about the uh, <laughs> most ridiculous names that you've ever heard, be it your own or friends or something that you've just heard through the grapevine. 87 1038 um, Jenny has been in touch on WhatsApp saying, what about Brian, Brian, O'Brien? First, second, and middle name have Brian. There was a fella who I was in school with in primary school a few years ahead of me and his name was Brian O'Brien, but I've never heard of a Brian, Brian, O'Brien. Brian O'Brien, or like Connor O'Connor. Do you know? It's one of them really, really tricky. (laughs) Uh, Jess says on WhatsApp, we've had people come into work who are named Shiny, so their full name could be like Shiny Barry. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. How are you, Shiny? Hey, uh, Sandra's on WhatsApp. Hey, Spin. I had to laugh when I heard you on about this one, and I, I don't really know if it's radio wordy, but it could actually be someone's name out there as well. Um, my friend's first name is Olive, and had she not taken her father's surname, oh. the surname would have been her mom's, um, Giovanni. Uh, so we always used to joke with her that she'd be called Olive. <laughs> Devani. Um, I guess you kind of all guess what that sounds like. Um, but yeah, we used to get a good laugh out of it in school. Oh, amazing. Amazing. I love Devani. 
Oh, oh these are bringing me so much joy. <laughs> oh, so, so good. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Yeah, do you remember, like, you'd always used to hear, like, through the grapevine, you know, a little whisper of, like, oh, my friend of a friend of my mom of my auntie of my nanny knew someone in school and their name was, like, Annette Curtin or <laughs> Eileen Dover. Like, all these, like, kind of joke names. And I wonder, are there actually... I mean, I'm sure there's someone in Ireland called Annette Curtin. Probably. There probably is. It's like you know? they are friends with that fella who has no uh, shin bone. His name is Tony. <laughs> <laughs> that took me a minute. Yeah, I know, I can tell. <laughs> uh, Keen said, um, my auntie's boss's name, his surname is Head, and his first, first name was Richard. <laughs> oh, 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 hopefully there's no nickname there. You'd, you'd absolutely hope that your friends didn't shorten Richard down to dick for you, because that'd just be awful. Similarly, uh, Adam says, hmm. a guy in school's name was Richard Seaman. Oh, no. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> mean parents. Like, does that not go through a parent's mind? <laughs> like, surely, <laughs> like, surely... The name of your child is something that you spend the most amount of time in your life thinking about. No? Am I wrong? I mean, I'm not a parent. Yeah. Well, no, no, no not like when, no, maybe when you, like, fall pregnant and, yeah, and you and you know you have a baby on the yeah. way. Like, this is something that you would think about. It's not just something that you make up on the day. Yeah. Like, no, and it, it requires thought, you First know? First of all, you'd know your own name is Seaman. You know you probably haven't been struck with the best surname chord there. Then surely you wouldn't be like, ah, we call him, uh, I don't know, eeny, meeny, miny, Richard, what can go wrong? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, Jilly, welcome to the show. Tell us about the funniest name that you've heard. Hey, how are you doing? Okay, so yeah, when I was younger, we used to write to a lot of people abroad because it was a thing back then. And I got a fella writing to me from Jamaica and his name was Eaton Wright. <laughs> Eaton Wright. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only better with even Northern Irish accent, of course. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever like make jokes about it in your correspondence to him? Uh, I didn't touch it. No, I didn't like to. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be, it'd be, it would be so much better if like, he was just a big fan of like junk food. <laughs> he was a big, tall... He used to send me photographs of himself. He was a big, tall, skinny lad. So I don't know if that's Ooh. quite true, but he, he definitely did eat right. <laughs> I love that. That is brilliant. Julie, thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. No worries. Bye. Uh, Amy, Amy has just been in touch saying saying a girl in my school was called Kleena McGee. <laughs> By second year, she was just called Kleena Mac on the roll or at the intercom. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Bim bam boo. <laughs> Attention all students. Can I get Kleena McGee to the principal's office, please? Kleena McGee to the principal's office, please. Oh God! <laughs> oh, I, I have uh, no words. Uh, I have no words. That is good, crack. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. And uh, look, I know we are in lockdown and will be for the kind of foreseeable future. And a lot of us are kind of joking about how every single day or every single weekend we're going for a coffee and a walk, and then maybe another walk, and then you might get another coffee, and then you might walk to the takeaway, and then get a takeaway, and then and then, and then walk home again. All we're doing is walking mm. and Jazz I don't know how this came up in conversation off air last night but for whatever reason I was explaining that there is an ad that was on telly I'd say when I was like 
not even 10 years old. Like, this is going back a while. And it honestly lives in my head rent-free. Like, I know I see that TikTok trend where it's like, tell me a video that lives in your head rent-free. And for me, this one is it. It's an ad that used to run on telly and you didn't seem to remember it. None no. of my friends seemed to remember it. And I honestly think that I was the only person that knew this ad. Have a little listen. This is about as close as we get to any regular exercise. There is, however, an easy way to keep fit and healthy. All you need to do is get up, get on your feet, and go walking. That's what to do. Go walking. Stepping out is good for you. Walking. That's what to do. Go walking. As if Honestly, we needed like it, any more yeah. motivation to go walking, I suppose it is a bit of a banger, to be fair. <laughs> Certified banger. And this used to be on the telly like when I was a kid, like growing up, and it would always be on. I'm not even joking. Every single time I go for a big walk, like this just lives in my head. I'm always like, go walking. It's what to do. And my friends are like, oh, that's a nice song. I'm like, I didn't make it up. Does no one else remember this ad? And it, honestly, every single time now, I'm stepping out for my coffee and a walk every day and I'm trying to do my 10,000 steps, although it's not going too well. Um, this honestly lives in my head. I'm like, go walking. Stepping out, it's good for you. <laughs> uh, so apparently it was on UTV back in the day, which oh, okay. doesn't exist anymore, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> but my favourite thing about the, the whole thing is on YouTube, and this clearly was the tagline for the movement it was clearly like a government in- initiative the, the, yeah. the title and the tagline for this was get a life get active go walking <laughs> it clearly worked though I mean like if I'm singing it what 18 years later like it obviously works oh, certified if, banger if only this this campaign from the government knew what life would be walking is our lives these days but I've noticed a recent trend online of people trying to get their pics for the gram so obviously the settings for your Instagram pics there's not a lot these days because you can't be going out around past your 5k so if you're trying to get a good pic for the gram and maximise the likes you really need to get creative (laughs) these days and I've noticed a couple of different ones but one that I've been really interested in is people getting pictures in car parks and especially like underground car parks I don't know what the crack with it is because like like it's not really a good location like you know another one uh, is people getting pics in the supermarket and that's kind of cool because like you know it's a bit (laughs) colourful there's lovely food behind you You, I can kind of see the logic behind that one right but car parks anyone in particular in your life that's doing that my my girlfriend got a pretty good one I must say (laughs) but there's at least there's a bit there's a bit of colour and you know oh yeah character in the supermarket but but in, in underground car parks they're just grey and empty very cold and I didn't really get it but I was like hey do you know I'm I'm a person that likes to hop on bandwagons so I'm going to do it I'm a person 
I'm a person with a phone. Um, so I was like, oh, where I park in the car park here in work, that's an underground car park. I'll be very small, but I was like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I have a little tripod because obviously you're not working here at the moment. You're working from home. <laughs> you're not no, working here. Your moment. tripod is currently working from home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My human tripod Sorry. isn't in the office, so times are tough <laughs> yeah. these days. Sorry. Sorry to disappoint you, Jazz. <laughs> tough life, tough life. Got the one thing that you come in useful for, you can't do. <laughs> oh, that's fired. <laughs> but I have a little have a little tripod, like these things like sit on a desk. Have that with me. So I was like, hey, I'm going to go down uh, and, and try to get a pic. So I did after the show last night and went into our little car park and sure there's no one here anyway. So I did that and I propped <laughs> the tripod up on my car. You loser. You're totally on the CCTV doing this. So listen, <laughs> I propped the tripod up on my car, illuminated myself with my headlights from the car and I like... Oh God, you didn't. <laughs> and I stuck oh. the phone on 10 second timer and I did like three or four different ones and they just turned out awful like I'm just standing there really? like a, like a, like a headless chicken a bloody Egypt in a in a car park like giving a deer th- in the headlights like, literally yeah giving thumbs up at my phone when there's no one around I felt like a bloody Egypt <laughs> the pictures turned out shite and then and then what happened was <laughs> I hear the shutter <laughs> of the car park open because you know there, there's a man who works in it the front opens desk. When someone and, comes in, and yeah, but it's not it's not by a sensor. The man watches on CCTV, and he, if you're going out or coming in, he opens the uh, opens the gate. So he was watching me on the CCTV, <laughs> and he I liked the way that he, I was like ten minutes into the photo shoot, and then he opens the gate. He was like, "Man, I can see you're not getting good pics here. This isn't working out for you. Just go home." <laughs> No way! <laughs> well, that's what I'm picking up oh, from it just. because he didn't come down. The gate just opened, and I was like, "Ah, yes, he can see me. He knows what I'm at. I'm, I'm just gonna go home now. And pretend this never happened." I am absolutely mortified for you, but please, jealous, please WhatsApp me over those pictures. I need <sighs> to see them. I don't know if they these give pics, me life. I don't please. know if these pics can see the light of day. I, like I was planning on posting them today. That's not gonna happen. Oh God, no. I'll go on, do it for the crack. We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> and I'll pretend it's a fully serious pic. I don't know. The girls who are doing it and, yeah, and looking pretend. good and looking mm. good, well done, because I don't know how you're doing it. Certainly not in the tripod with the lights from your car. with Jazz and Laura. Some exciting news that uh, one of NASA's uh, space voyagers landed on oh. Mars today, yesterday. No way! Yeah! And I didn't realise. What? They've sent back, like, essentially the first proper images and videos of what the surface of Mars is like. How did I miss this today? This is I totally new to me. And I heard somewhere, I think, I think I heard on the news that it would take you... It would take you... Maybe like so many hours to get to the moon, but to get to Mars, it, take, <laughs> okay. it, it takes you 70 days of them going in a rocket, which is mad. That's like so three far and a half away. months. So no, far No, two away. and a half months. Um, yeah. But yeah, so all up online today, they've sent back the first, they have like one of their like Mars rovers, like this car is, is literally driving around the surface of Mars, sent back video, and the video has audio in it as well. So for the first time, we can hear what Mars sounds like. Oh, class. So I've got the audio here. Do you want to have a listen to what Mars sounds like? Yeah, totally. Here we go. I'm so amazed by this. Not much, but just listen.
sounds like an underground rave if you listen really closely. Doesn't it? That's what I thought. There's like a there is like a beat rolling through that. Yeah, it's so mad. Are you fooling me? Is no. this is this is this a joke? No, 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 no. That's <laughs> I've ripped it. I've ripped it from online. Um, but but that's exactly what I thought. I was out in the I was out in the office like getting the the, the audio ready earlier, and I was like, this is a joke. But no, it's not. It's from legit accounts. But I did analyze it myself. I put it through one of the softwares we have here to see if I could like almost enhance to see what the crack was. Because all, all for all we know, that thumping could be bloody aliens. Do you know? Yeah, you never know. What did you find? So I went back and I analysed it and have listened again. Laura Bracken, you have just been oh. Rick Rose. No, I was like, literally, I was like, Mars sounds like such crack. I was like, they're having underground raves in Mars. I'm packing my bags. I'm going. Oh, Jazz, you got me good. That was too easy. Now, in fairness, though, that oh. weird sound you, he- you heard before it, that is a- the actual sound of Mars. I'm going to play it for you with no Rick Astley. So the, the Mars rover is driving around. You can see it. It's just a vast landscape, and this is what they're hearing. Obviously, it's just there's no sound because it's just an empty planet. No, no buildings or people or anything. It, but it kind of sounds like underwater or something. And it sounds like there's wind. So, you know that thumping that you just played for me? Was that was that Rick Astley? That was Rick Astley. I just put a filter on it. <laughs> for God's sake. No. So hang on, I was going to say, Mars is very noisy, isn't it? What's going on? I don't know. Clearly Rick Astley is having a get a minute skip there. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a good Rick roll on a Friday night. On Thursdays, we have a rotating Agony Ant feature in which we invite a different guest to uh, join us on the line and answer your problems, life questions, any share thoughts you may have. And we are absolutely buzzed to be joined on the line right now by the one and only Shane Codd. Welcome to the show. Yes, lads. Thanks for having me on. Delighted to be back on with you. Thank you. Oh, oh, we're so we're so so, 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 so delighted to have you. you. Hey, oh, there's, uh, there's, there's an awful old. There's an awful old. Um, there's a Laura. You're repeating on us there for some reason, and I don't know why. Oh. Will you mute your okay. Zoom, Laura, on your laptop? Okay. There that, we go. I've muted my Zoom. There you go. Better. Perfect. I, I heard you about ten <laughs> it, times it there, Laura. Whatever you said. <laughs> <laughs> but what did I really say? No, I was just going to say like you are like you've been on a, a steep incline ever since you blasted onto Irish airwaves with Get Out My Head. How has lockdown been for you? You're a busy, busy man. Yeah, I'm trying to keep busy. You know, you probably lose the head if you weren't uh, trying to keep busy. So, um, yeah, I'm just working on new music and um, excited to bring new music out this year, actually. And um, I've been doing remixes of really big artists and stuff that I actually have coming out in the next couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, just keep busy. <laughs> so I, I remember when uh, you started to put Get Out My Head out there, you had sent it over to a, to a few of the people here in Spain, to me and to Marty and to others as well. And that was when like it wasn't signed and you, you were just putting it out there and it was getting plays. So, and that was only in April, if I'm correct. 
it was actually it was actually in like June last year, June, July last year, yeah. So it's wow. literally been like six. I sent it over to you guys and you was like you gave the first few plays, so you know, I always remember that very <laughs> great. <laughs> so it, so in like in like what, seven or eight months? Like you've gone from from just making tunes in your bedroom to now this this song is literally like at the top yeah. of charts all over the world and it's been signed and you're doing video shoots what is that what has that been like for you to, to just all of a sudden have a, a calendar full of all these shoots and and whatnot it's mad you know I'm still making music in my bedroom <laughs> <laughs> oh it's mad like yeah I got to go over to London and, and do video shoots and um, I suppose with lockdown it was hard like for it to kind of sink in and feel real for a while because like you're still at home in Cavan in Ireland like nothing was really going on there was no shows or anything and um, I got to go over and do the music video um, and then I had like camera crews and everything around me like it was just people were doing like behind the scenes footage on me so then it started to feel real it was unbelievable and meeting some like really cool people over there and stuff so um, I'm just excited like I'm just kind of happy in a way that didn't just come all in like really quickly like loads of shows and really mental too fast because mm. I feel like it might have been um, a lot a lot to take in then so it's just kind of like slowly building so it's yeah and it, if you were whisked yeah. away to do club shows like straight away it almost would have like given you less time to work on new music and actually like celebrate the success of the song and we were we have you on zoom at the moment and we can see the the platinum record yeah. in the frame <laughs> it's gone platinum in I ireland love how it's not like fully in the frame you're just like yeah. it's kind of like just peeping <laughs> through so you're like there. maybe they'll ask about that yeah it's subtle i like it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not not trying to show off. <laughs> <laughs> but but for for the, the for a debut single to go platinum is absolutely insane. It's insane. It's, it's, it's and we yeah. love talking about it. We love talking to you up in the show because it's just class. Uh, just yeah, showing how how one of our own can do so well and having this song and an, an Irish artist and DJs respected across the world. It's absolutely unreal. So you're going to stick with us for the next little while. Um, you are here to answer some questions and and uh, give advice, even though you know the, the guests we have on on Thursday night. Maybe Maybe not um, uh, suitable for giving advice, but you're going. To, you're going to give it a best shot anyway. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm here. I'm here for whatever. So let's go. If you have anything you'd like Shane to answer, be it a relationship problem, a shower thought, or something that's just popped into your head, get it into us now. Oh eight seven seven eleven one zero three eight. Shane is going to do his best to answer in five minutes. Zucast with Jazz and Laura. The man who brought you Get Out My Head, Shane Codd, is our rotating agony aunt on the show. Shane, thanks for sticking around. Buzz to have you. Are you ready to answer some questions? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so we put up a couple of question boxes and stuff on Instagram. And by the way, if you have anything you'd like Shane to answer, text or WhatsApp at now 87 1038 uh, So let's start with a couple of easy ones. Connor says, how long did it take to create Get Out My Head? So I was working on it for about two or three months. I was just kind of taking it easy because lockdown was there, and I was like doing um I was doing an internship at college. So like after work, I just like do that and just kind of tip away at it for like two months because there was nothing else to do in lockdown. Yeah. So yeah, about two months. About two months it took me. Jesus, two months for the masterpiece that it is. That's very impressive. Very impressive. <laughs> I was expecting you to be like, I've been working on this since I was ten years old, and now it's my time to shine. But no, you're like ah. Two months, no, no big deal. <laughs> uh, okay, Oren says, what does Shane Codd like to eat? <laughs> We're getting a real insight here. I have a question. Is Cod your favourite food? <laughs> I don't no! even like, eat Cod or fish, really, to be honest. Like, everyone's always like, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
to be honest, I eat like way too much bad food, like like sweets and pizza and stuff. I really need to clean my diet up. Like, <laughs> are you bad? COVID kilos are packing on. Huh? Yeah, the COVID stone <laughs> is a real thing. Are you bad yeah. for like making a pizza or a few waffles and then bringing it into the studio and having it there as you're as you're like plowing out the beats? I actually not while I'm making it but I'll bring it in and like when I'm on a break or something but then I make sure to bring it out like take it out because you couldn't have that smell in there like after when you're trying to make no. music yeah, or do you know when your fingers get all greasy and then you're on the keyboard oh, and then no. you come back the next day and your fingers are <laughs> slipping all over the keys can't do oh, that oh gross <laughs> We have an anonymous text in here. It says, Shane, my boyfriend didn't get me a Valentine's Day present and I'm really hurt. I spent over 50 euro on him and he didn't even get me a card. He laughed it off. Am I mad to think he doesn't care about me? And should I dump him? Thanks. Oh. Yeah, Jan, for Valentine's Day. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Not even a no, card. I don't, I don't want to like, wreck anyone's relationships here, um, but I think, like, you know, <laughs> I think you know what you have to do there. <laughs> <laughs> So are you taking the root spending fifty quid on someone and not getting be getting around back? Are you taking the ruthless approach here? I think I would, you know, that's that's heartless, you know, not buying someone something for a Valentine's Day. Okay. I don't know, unless there's a valid excuse behind it now. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, uh, if he's laughing in her face, I don't think it's gonna end very well. Therefore, Shane Cod has spoken. Get rid of him, dump him, bye bye. Get out my head and get out your bed. That's what Shane Codd is saying. Uh, this question is coming from me. Is there a Mrs. Codd? Is there a Mrs. Oh, is there a Mr. Mr. No, is there a Mrs. or Mr. Codd? No, no Mrs. Codd. No. <laughs> no, not there's yet. No, there's no Mr. or Miss. No, there's hopefully someday to be a Mrs. There's no, there's no Mrs. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. Sure, I'm sure someone will be sliding in the DMs pretty soon. Uh, okay, right. No. Have, you had, have you had anyone slide in the DMs since the release of the song, actually? Damn. <laughs> oh, that's a yes. Like in, that's a yes. That's a yes. Uh, I probably had maybe one or two, maybe some people I like didn't really know. I just kind of like, you know, just I brushed that off. You know, I can't be getting too distracted. Either, <laughs> <you> know, <so. laughs> that's true. You've got some sick, sick beats to make. Keeping the mind yeah, on the music. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I'm excited to hear some more of these questions now. <laughs> Um, yeah, I love how the three of us are in no way qualified to be giving out advice, but we're doing it anyway for the greater good. <laughs> uh, the people who are probably, yeah, least qualified to give advice, we're giving advice because yeah. why not? Uh, okay, Shane, Carla says, question for Shane. Do you think we'll be living on different planets in the future and if aliens enjoy music the same way we do? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, different planets is obviously a possible one, isn't it? Like Jesus, um, I don't know how to answer that one. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> um, you'd like to think that aliens enjoyed music as much as we did, anyway. Jesus, um, yeah. Do you reckon there's any inter- intergalactic friends who have somehow streamed? Maybe they've they've got the spin app and they've streamed to get out my head. I mean, I'd love they did, you know, get them numbers up another little bit. You know, get, I'd love to get to 100 million or something. So if they can do that, if they're out there in the universe, <laughs> please. Yeah, when you see the when you see the listens racking up in like Ireland and the UK and the US, then you have like Mars and, and Jupiter. That's when you know you've made it. Yeah. Like imagine getting tagged on an Instagram story of aliens bopping around a spaceship like, yeah, get out get, my head. Kicking at Mars and all, you know? <laughs> Do you know, with Elon Musk on the scene... First in, Irish man in space. First Irish DJ <laughs> yeah. playing a gig on <laughs> yeah. Mars. It, that's, it, could, that's it. it could happen. It could happen. Uh, okay, Hopefully. one more that has requested to be anonymous. We're, we're going a little bit more deep here. 
Uh, at Shane Cod, what would you do if a Tinder match turned up at your workplace and sent you snaps around the floor asking you to come out of your staff canteen to him for ages when you made it clear that you're not interested? <laughs> that's kind of like, that's kind of creepy. Like it's yeah. starting to be a bit like, a bit weird. Um, I don't know. You need to kind of suss that one out and see if you can just go out and just tell them, look, can't can't come out to you here. Like, <laughs> I don't know, you're at work. <laughs> That's a hard one again. Yeah, it's a bit dodged. Yeah. And a few minutes ago, you had the ruthless approach of someone not buying a Valentine's gift. You're like, ah, you know, cut them off. They're, they're not good for you. Get out. So are you going to take the ruthless <laughs> yeah. approach and, and tell the Tinder match to be like, you can't be doing that. You can't be coming around to a place of work doing these things. Yeah, I think you have to be ruthless there. But then, you know, it could take a turn on you as well. If this person has already come to your job and started to do these things, you know, they could do anything crazy. So, you know, it's very very hard on them <laughs> especially when we're not even supposed to be seeing new people yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That, that comes into it as well <laughs> um, <laughs> well Shane you've been an absolute pleasure to have we we uh, it goes without saying we're absolutely loving get out my head uh, you're an absolute legend it's it's so good to see you doing so well and being and and being totally worldwide like the song isn't just big in Ireland it's it's huge all over the world um, any any teasers or what have you got in the works and where can people find you if they want to uh, check out more yeah so I have uh, some more new music coming this year um, next month I'm, I'm looking to release a song hopefully with a really big artist I can't really say too much about now and uh, I have some remixes coming this this month uh, a remix of Anne Marie's new track Don't Play um, I've done a remix of Silk City and Ellie Goulding's new song uh, New Love um, Deadly a remix I did of Becky Hill uh, Before Christmas uh, Becky Hill's single Space that's going on Spotify next month so uh, I have a couple of new bit, bits coming out and then um, my own new, new single then I'm looking to bring out before the summer so hopefully have another bit of a bit of a summer tune hopefully yes. cooking up so Hopefully, yeah. That's yeah, the that's anyway. what we need. That's what we need to pick up the spirits when the sun starts shining yes. again. And Shane, Hopefully. if for whatever reason someone is only hearing about you for the very first time, what is your social handle where people can follow you and find out more? Just Shane Cod. Very simple. Shane Cod on everything. Uh, Instagram, Spotify, um, everything. You can get me on everything. Twitter. Um, just Shane Cod everything. So unreal stuff really? uh, you've been an absolute pleasure to have on the show thank you for coming on uh, and we might as well play the bloody tune so Shane go for it you can introduce your own song the floor is yours yeah so this is my new track my latest track Get Out My Head on Spin 103 with Jazz and Laura The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura